I'm a multi-passionate with too many ideas. I want to do everything and I can't decide. This is how a lot of my clients describe themselves to me. So this one is for those of you who are trying to get clarity on what's next and you find yourself in this predicament. Too many ideas, you want to do everything, you can't decide. And a lot of things could be going on here and what each person needs to get unstuck from this stage and move forward is often pretty different. But let me talk about the five most common ones today that I see. And by the way, I love my multi-passionate folks. And I want to say that because I think it's really easy for multi-passionate folks to be made to feel like having so many interests is a bad thing. And they feel like they come across as unfocused, uncommitted, scattered, not specializing enough, not committed to something for the long term enough, whatever. And that's not true at all. We have this pretty dominant paradigm in our society about how you should pick this one thing early on when you're really young and stick with it forever. And that's just not everybody. That's just not everybody. So if you're a multi-passionate person, think of yourself instead as creative and full of different skills that can be really useful that not everybody has and able to do a lot of different things. There's so many, so many different things about this that is positive. So if you're out there feeling kind of guilty or ashamed because you come across as scattered and confused, remind yourself instead that you are creative and full of possibilities. And that's an awesome thing. So with that, let's move on. So first of all, though, think about how close you are to making a decision. You want to make a decision about what's next, I'm sure. Nobody wants to be in limbo forever. But how close you are to a decision impacts what you might want to focus on to get unstuck. And honestly, this is just something that you feel. You know when you're close to a decision. You've probably been thinking about it for a long time. And the question is not whether you're going to make a change. It's what is that change going to be? On the other hand, you're probably not as close to a decision if you're still maybe wrapping your head around the idea of even doing something different. You might have one foot still committed to your current career and one foot tentatively stepping out. But again, you probably know pretty quickly whether you're close to or far from a decision. Just do a gut check. Either way, though, these ideas that I'll share can apply, whether it's now or, or later. So just pick whatever resonates with you and see how you can move forward with this. The first thing that could be going on is that you don't have enough information, and everybody goes through this at some point. You have ideas, but you don't really know what those ideas involve, and it's hard to make decisions when your information is full of holes, right? So maybe you have some assumptions about these ideas, but those assumptions may or may not be true. It's hard to make these big decisions based only on assumptions in your head. So you might be missing a lot of what you need to understand something and make decisions around it. Is it a good fit? Should you cross it off the list? Etc. So in this case, you've just got to get out there and get your questions answered. You've got to reach out to people, talk to them, do research. Google is your friend here. Most all of the information that you need is either within other people or it's online. But this is really the stage where you've just got to do the legwork, get out into the world to understand your options a little bit better. But you're never going to have all the information, right? At some point, you'll have to make decisions without having all the answers about it. So while you can get a lot of your questions answered, there are some questions also that just don't have an actual answer. Something like, will I like it? Well, you won't really know for sure until you're in it. That's not something you can necessarily answer objectively, right? You can get an idea ahead of time, but you won't really know until you're in it. So you don't want this information gathering to become a way of procrastinating on making a decision. And you might be saying, but I'm researching, I'm researching. And yes, that's great. It's important. Research is good. But keep an eye out on whether you're doing useful research or if you are using it to avoid making a decision. 
The second thing is that you're trying to think your way to clarity and you're not taking enough action. This is similar to the first one since getting your questions answered will require taking actions, right? But I want to call this one out specifically because it's really easy to spin in circles in our heads, endlessly turning over every little detail about what we should do and what's the right thing, what do we really want. And there's reflection and then there's overthinking. And if you're not sure which one you're at, ask yourself, is this kind of thinking helping me? Is this productive? Am I moving forward? If not, if it's making you feel more stuck and it's making you feel more frantic and frustrated and annoyed and all of that, then probably what you need is more action, any action, really anything to to start getting the wheels turning. The third thing is that maybe you haven't decided yet what's really most important to you or what is going to drive your decisions or what you're willing to do, not willing to do to make a career change. Because if you think about it, everything is an option until you put some parameters on it, right? So could you go off and become a physicist? Well, theoretically, yes. Are you willing to do what it would take to go down that path? Eh, Maybe not so much at this stage. You have to start drawing some lines in the sand. What do you value most? What are you willing to do? And be specific here. Are you willing to take a pay cut? How much? Are you willing to stay in your job and start your business on the side? For how long? These are the kinds of decisions that come before the bigger one about what is the actual direction you're going to go in. So don't skip to the big decisions until you've made some of these smaller decisions first. And they aren't the sexiest questions to think about, but having an idea will help you narrow down the list. And part of this might also be getting really honest with yourself about what you want and need and value at this point, rather than what other people tell you you should want or what you should do. You might be surrounded by people who have a pretty traditional, maybe narrow definition of success and bucking any trend that society says is the way things should be done, how life should be lived. It's not easy. And it can take some time to come around to putting more weight on what you think, what you want, rather than giving more weight to what society or the Joneses think. No offense if your last name is Jones. It can take some time, but when you start to get excited by what you want and less freaked out by how it might appear to others, you're on the right track. Number four, you don't know what problem you're trying to solve. So here's what I mean. Is the problem, let's say, the company that you're at and you just need a new job at a different company, not necessarily a big career change? Is it the industry you're in? Is it the job or the field or the function that you're in? Is it all three of those? Could your dissatisfaction be solved with a pivot or do you need a much bigger change? If you're dissatisfied with your job, your industry, and your organization, a new job might not cut it. Because once the the shiny newness of a new job wears off, it might be, you know, different job, same shizzle. But on the other hand, if you need to pivot to a new industry, you might not need to be thinking of something like going back to school or starting a business or other kinds of really big changes. So define the problem to make sure you're not chasing the wrong solutions. And lastly, number five, it could be that you haven't yet thought creatively about how you could bring your interests together. Maybe you could, for example, create your own job at your current company or create your own as a business. You could pursue some things you love within a day job and pursue others as side passions or side gigs. Or you could get involved seriously as a volunteer somewhere and get a whole lot of satisfaction and growth from that even if it's not part of your paid career. So in other words, there are different ways for different passions to be part of your life, and it's not all just about the career. It's about having a full life. So play around with writing out maybe some scenarios for 
how different things could fit together rather than obsessing only over finding the perfect job that's going to hit on all of your needs and all of your passions. So there you've got a handful of things to think about that hopefully give you a place to start. Quick recap, if you're finding it hard to choose, you might have too many ideas and want to do everything. Some things that could be going on are number one, not having enough information. Number two, you're trying to think your way to clarity. Number three, you haven't decided yet what's driving your decisions. Number four, you aren't sure yet what problem you're trying to solve for. And number five, you haven't thought about all the creative options that could bring your interests together. This isn't an exhaustive list, but hopefully you recognize something here as a place to start. On my next solo episode, I'm going to get to the third part of this clarity series. In the meantime, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can do that at Curate the Future. And thank you as always for listening. Send me a message on Instagram. I would love to hear what you think about this. Do you have any questions, anything that really lands with you, anything you want me to follow up on? Let me know. Stay in touch.